Welcome to There Are Good Things Here, the podcast where we reflect on the lessons Katie Hubbard learned about living as she was preparing to die. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I never once opened Katie's journals while she was alive. Now I'm opening them up to you so you can discover resources for your faith, refreshing honesty, and unexpected joy for the journey through a painful world with a wonderful God. Friday, February 6th, 2015, Exodus 14, 30 and 31. So the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Thus Israel saw the great work which the Lord had done in Egypt, and so the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. That's all Katie wrote on Friday, February the 6th, 2015. One of the things that you would notice if you read through all of her journals is that often she just wrote out the passage from her Bible reading that stood out to her. And usually she would under underline for emphasis some phrases or words that were very meaningful to her. In this case, uh, and this will be on the website, there are goodthingshere.com, where I post, you know, a scanned copy of the journals, but it was the Lord who that day let Israel see his great work. Those are the words that she had underlined. But I I read this entry to you and just ask, I wonder what it would do for us if, like Katie, we took the time not just to read the scripture, but to actually write out, just verbatim, which is often what she would do, just verbatim, write out the passage that really stood out to us, uh, I think that would transform or maybe anchor some of the truths that are transforming us. And then she went on uh, later that week in a separate journal entry to write on Sunday, February 8th, 2015. Dear Lord, Becky and I drove out to see the motorhome yesterday. It is amazing. I am so blown away. Lord, what does all of this mean? What a long process this has been. Dick says he has been working 50 to 60 hours a week on it, and he's such a perfectionist, I am so excited to use it. Home from church today with an upset stomach. Every day is such an effort to get up and get going. I feel like I'm in a funk, but I think that is more just not feeling well and dealing with stage four diagnosis day after day after day. The now formal was a huge hit. Yay! Well, again, Katie mentions in this entry going out to the motorhome with our friend Becky. Um, and as I mentioned in the previous podcast, our friends. Uh, Dick and Russ and Lee, among many others from our church, uh, Twin City Bible Church in Illinois, were helping out, basically renovating the entire interior of this motorhome that we had purchased that really should have just been condemned. But our friend Dick, he had pulled our motorhome into his heated garage and was working on it as more than his full-time job, uh, week after week after week. What a long process. 
Katie says. And uh, she jokingly says he's such a perfectionist. That's actually not a joke. It's his wife, Janet, would uh, tell you. But he was doing such meticulous work, Dick and Russ both. I mean, just such care that they were exercising. Why? It was not because that motorhome was going to be of any benefit to them. I can say this without any question. It is because those guys, that church, loved Katie. They loved us enough to contribute their time and their money in order to repair what really should have just been rejected. And I've always thought of that act of kindness on their part as a metaphor for the gospel. That motorhome was me. There's no reason that anyone, certainly not God himself, should have taken so much care to restore me. But he did because he loved me that much. It was an act of kindness that we were shown by friends who loved us that Katie never forgot. I will never forget and reminds me of the great love of God every time I think about it. You'll hear in her, you hear in her journal entry that she had to uh, return home from church. I was teaching Sunday school that morning. Katie just couldn't stay because her stomach got so upset, which is fairly common at this point in her life. It was tough for her to show up to church, but she kept trying. She kept trying to go for the sake of the kids and uh, I mean, for her own soul to continue to hear the word being taught and to worship. But that was a continual struggle for her. Um, she mentions at the very end of the uh, entry that the NAV Formal was a huge hit. The NAV Formal was a one-off event that we did uh, for the Navigators Group at the University of Illinois just to bless our students. Everyone dressed up. Katie and I both went. Um, everyone dressed to the nines and went to the conference center and had a nice sit-down meal. To the very end of her life, Katie was trying to figure out how do we bless students? How do we reach students for the gospel? How do we raise up students as disciples of Jesus? And that nav formal, which had her uh, fingerprints on it that year, is no exception to that. That was her heart from beginning to end. How do we bless and reach students? Thanks for joining me for this episode of There Are Good Things Here. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I hope you'll find that to be true in your own life. There are good things here, right where you are, because God is good and He is right where you are. You can find a scanned copy of the journal entry I read today, along with show notes at the website therearegoodthingshere.com. While you're there, feel free to post your own thoughts about today's podcast. If you're finding this podcast inspiring or helpful, would you mention There Are Good Things Here on your own social media channel? Perhaps someone in your network needs to hear the very thing that's been blessing you.